Bam. When's the last time you or your wife like dusted? Like window seals, baseboards, anything like that? Uh, today. Today. So, fun fact for you. 99% of household dust, dead skin cells. Google it. Welcome back to Passage Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. Shane, fun facts, Murray was back. Yeah. That was a dark one. Very no, dark. Not dark, not dark, disgusting. I mean, if somebody dies dark, in the bed, you're pretty dark. Dirty facts. Mm. About to put Mike Rowe out of business. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, we have a guest in here, and Shane is actually on time tonight for the Boy, first time in like... Two, three months. Yeah, for a minute. Uh, I didn't have to entertain the guest for a whole hour before he got here. I know you were sweating. But it's also going to be fun because we're we're on a podcast and our guest runs the radio station in Jasper. That's right. The radio station in Jasper. Ladies and gentlemen, help us welcome Brett Elmore to Passage R. Brett, welcome to the Thunderdome. Hey, I appreciate it. It's great to be here and uh, you guys do a great job. appreciate the invite. Appreciate it. Nothing. Nothing like WWE's Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. But no. I was on the violent. WWE Thunderdome. No way. Yeah, absolutely. I got, I got a pass, uh, and I tried to look at uh, myself on the screen, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find couldn't myself. Couldn't find it. Yeah. Dang. That was a, yeah, a cool part of the job. I mean, um, I went to SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in Nashville? Nashville? Yeah. Jeez, I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, and um, I've been able to interview several of the uh, superstars. I listened uh, to you interview Seth Rollins. Uh yeah, Matt Riddle and uh, Paul Heyman was a great interview. Oh yeah, I'm Paul a, Heyman I'm a, was a great I'm a interview. A I'm a Paul yeah. Heyman guy. Yeah, I am too. It's Man, cool. it's ironic James Phillips and I didn't talk about that. I I I grew up watching. I mean, you know, with my grandfather. My grandfather got me into it. I mean, we would we would uh, sit in the living room and and uh, I hated it at first, but he was always the the type that you know we're gonna watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling's on too. Wrestling. You know, that was my mom. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so I got to watching it, and this was back in the <clears throat> the nineties, I guess. And uh, it was in the WCW days, and you had like uh, Sting and Flair and all those guys, and I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But my grandfather was an Arn Anderson fan. Oh, nice. Okay. Four Horsemen guy. Huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he loved Arn Anderson for some reason. But I was always a big uh, Sting and Flair fan. Yeah, yeah. Sting was my guy. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the, the, and that was back in the blonde head, you know, surfer days. Yeah, you know, so, pretty anyway. boy Sting. Yeah. The Iceman haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was cool, man. I, I, you know, I just, uh, you know, now I look back at those TV tapings on, you know, WWE Network, and I'm thinking, man, these guys are working uh like on a set somewhere and there wasn't a huge crowd and i remember i would beg my 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 folks to take me and they would they would be like at the fairgrounds in birmingham mm-hmm. yeah like the pits of hell <laughs> you know and my dad was like i don't want to go to the birmingham fairgrounds you know but he took me so it was good man Growing up on wrestling was awesome. Oh, now, yeah. now I watch it with my little dude, and it's like, now I see why my dad got such a kick out of it, too. Uh-huh. 
because yeah. it's like the kid's so into it. And you're oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's I remember when emotion. I was just like that. It's yeah, pure yeah. emotion. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was good. But anyway, we got on the wrestling kick. Just like when uh, we was watching it the other night, and uh, they did the super kick and they slapped the thigh. Ah, uh, yeah. And I was like, man, they're making it too obvious. He goes, making what too obvious? And I'm like, oh, I can't tell you. I can't, I can't, I can't release it. Got to stop thinking out loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we can't release it. I do that very way too often. <laughs> but my dad would be the exact opposite. He's like, you know, this 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 is fake. And I'm like. <laughs> scripted. What? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, scripted. There there you go. Better word. Better James, word. James Phillips about knocked me out when I said fake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he's. He, well written. He's, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I need, I've been begging him to let me do like a, a midget wrestling match one oh, night. Uh, me you, against a bunch of midgets. Oh yeah, huge yeah. Uh, yeah, but he he said they were too expensive. I'm like how how much could a damn midget cost? Low hanging fruit, but I would think half the pay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there yeah, exactly. <laughs> now before it's all said and done with, it's Brad Elmore will have midget wrestling. <laughs> Probably in the parking lot of the radio station, just to do it. I, I just see want to Hell do in it. a Cell style too. Yeah, and I'm going to go all out with the. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got to have chairs. We got to have blood. We got to yep. have everything. Yeah. If I'm going to pay y'all to come here, you got to perform. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and we got to do it well. We are putting on a show for the people. Yeah, and then I'm going to script it, and it's going to be <laughs> badass. Do you absolutely? Uh, do you know there is a midget wrestling league in uh, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg? I saw that. <laughs> I saw it last time I went up there. I actually contacted the midgets. They they had them in Mississippi, and uh, uh, there was an organization in Mississippi. I contacted them, and I said, "Well, how much would it you know cost to you know kind of whatever?" But anyway, the head midget <laughs> died. HM. Yeah. The, the HM. The HM, not the GM. The HM. Not the GM. Yeah. The HM. Yeah. The, the grand midget, oh, God. the GM, the grand midget, grand midget still had alive. died. Totally yeah. getting canceled. By little <laughs> he, he died, and, and so like the midgets were out of work. And I was like, well, you know, I could, you know, I got and, an event for you. So they they never got back in touch with me. I don't, uh, I don't know what happened to them. He was the only guy that had the uh, Facebook password for the page. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. And and but anyway, yeah, no, uh, midget wrestling's the way to go. Yeah. It draws a crowd. Yeah, I think it's the uh, micro midget wrestling or something. I don't know. Yeah, my, it's like micro wrestling league or something like that. But you know, I I shouldn't make fun because back in the day, now this is for my time and our all of our time. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to do midget tossing. Yeah. Mm. In bars. Yeah, you, you toss a midge. <laughs> and, and, and and one time, uh, my my buddy Bull Corey tells us a lot. He, uh, they were they were going to have midget tossing, and they called the establishment. Said, "Hey, Midge can't make it tonight." Mm-hmm. They called it Midge. Yeah. So he's got to be here, you know, whatever. Well, no, you don't understand. Midge is dead. Midge had died, uh, and they was like, "Well, bring a- him anyway, and we can toss him still." I was going to say, was it a result of a tossing? I don't know. That's probably why they got. That got outlawed. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. Was this at the Floribama and they found a mullet? Start they tossing like, those. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, this yeah. fish just washed up. Y'all yeah. want to sling it instead? Yeah, yeah, that's probably how all they got started. <laughs> probably. So we've already jumped into wrestling already. 
but uh, Brett, give us like a background on you, man. Where you from? Where you grew up? What got you into the radio business? I'm from Jasper. I, I um, I'll be forty in um, July. Um, my dad was um in the radio business. He uh he worked at uh, WARF WWWB. Uh, he started his career in the late sixties and. Anyway, I, I grew up around the business, kind of grew up in the radio station when I, when I was a kid. I mean, I got dropped off the radio station. I'd run the halls and listen to Elvis Records in the, in the production room or whatever. And, and uh, so I grew up around it. And, and when I was nine, um, he started taking me um, with him and, and uh, now my broadcast partner, Woody Wilson, to uh, all the Walker football games and, uh, Walker college basketball games. Uh, coach Clem was, was there at the time. And, and, uh, so he took me and they taught me everything I, I, I know about radio. I mean, I was just hands on with, with everything. So I started with that and, uh, my 14th birthday came around in 1997. And one thing I wanted was a job. I wanted a paying gig. Yeah, you know, no more chores. No more chores. Let's right. let's let's get down to business. So they got me a job at uh, WZPQ, which was the AM station across from uh, Sun Supermarket in Jasper, which, by the way, is haunted. Sounds right. <laughs> uh, and I have stories about that. But anyway, uh, I got a job there. Worked the worst shifts in the world for a fourteen-year-old and a teenager. Uh, Friday nights and Sunday mornings. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh sucked. Brutal, brutal for a a fourteen year old teenager. But I I did it and and I enjoyed it. And uh, anyway, I worked uh, through you know my high school days and worked for uh, them and uh, the crosstown WFFN and ninety five three and WARF and did for really for both and. And um, then high school was over, and it was time for me to move on to s- something else, and that's when I went to Birmingham. But yeah, the the, the building across the street from uh, Sons, one hundred percent haunted. We have some friends that are in that business. Have them come out and take a look at it, see if they can't uh, map out some ETs. Yeah. No, and and I'm being serious. You look at me yeah. like I'm crazy. Oh no, I, I believe, believe it. it. Yeah. Uh, you can Google this. Look at the haunted radio station in Jasper, Alabama. I feel All like right. I feel like over forty percent of Jasper has to be built on like some kind of Indian burial ground. There's just way too much random weird stuff that happens at like big businesses around here. George was the ghost. Okay. All right. Yep. George owned a car dealership here in Jasper. Right, that was his George. house. That was his house. Okay. When he died. That big bay window in the front of the, the building. Yeah. That's where they p- placed his casket. Mm. For the viewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. He never left. Mm. And I'm telling you, my dad had experience. I've had so many people that worked at that radio station had very scary experiences. Yeah. I didn't believe in Ghost until then. Mm hmm. But I tell you what happened. You're talking about a Sunday morning. Worst time for it. 
6 a.m. I had to open up the radio station. 6 a.m. Okay. I'm like 15 now at the time. They let me drive to the station. I lived off Country Club Road. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. And anyway, walk in, unlock the door. Walk in. I hear voices from the back of the building, which is the production room. And I thought, well, you know, someone has left the satellite up, you know, and we're getting feeds from the radio networks or whatever. Yeah. Walk down the hall. As soon as I'm walking down the hall, the voice is lower and lower and lower. And then it's gone. And then I look at the control board and guess what? It's off. It's off, yeah. <laughs> I'm 15. I'd have been gone. I was. I yeah. ran out the front door yeah. and I ran across the street to Sons. Pay phone. Boom. Called my dad and I said, hey, something, there's someone in there. The place is haunted. I'm out. Yeah. And, 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 and he laughed and he said, son, go back to work. He said, I'll explain it to you later. He said, I, and I got home and he told me, he said, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't think you would take the job. He said, but in the seventies, I battled him, <laughs> battled him. And, but you would, you would go, there'd be nights where you'd leave work. You knew the lights were off. Might be a light off, uh, might be a light on in the bathroom or the toilet would flush or something crazy would happen. It was insane. But yeah, that's, that's the truth. And, and, and I will go back to this because it, I've had a couple of people ask me about it. Uh, recently there was an insurance agent in that building and he called me one day and he said, Brett, can you come by and talk to me? And I said, yeah. And uh, I walk in, and he said, um, is this place haunted? <laughs> and uh, I said, mm, yeah. And, and and I said, what's happened? He said, we've had a series of really crazy events happen here. A mirror has fell off the wall, a radio just going crazy. He said, just a bunch of crazy, unexplainable things. And then I said, yeah, yeah, you know. And it wasn't very long he was gone. <laughs> and that's, that place has stayed vacant now, and I think it's for sale. Kind of want to go hang out there. I mean, you Jasper, there. Jasper has, like, the most ghost per capita of any town in Alabama. Is that a fact? No, I just made that up. Okay, okay. I was about to say, <laughs> buddy, there's a Mobile, <laughs> Birmingham. I mean, I yeah, bet I mean, there's, there's more there's hanging around Sloss yeah. than there is in Jasper. Yeah, that was a, that was a scary place, but but I mean, around Jasper, I mean, there's more probably more ghosts than we know of. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I believe in them. Like, I mean, we've experienced it with our friends that uh, they they they're paranormal hunters. Yeah, they do it for like YouTube and all that. Well, you need to you need to send them to the building because it, I'm telling you, the guys there. Did you own the building at no. the time? Oh, no, I, I was didn't about to say. Building. No, no, no. I did not own the building, and I'm glad I didn't. Because <laughs> You know, your dad told you, I was going to tell you, but I was afraid you wouldn't take the job. Yeah. You been. I was going to tell you, but I was afraid you wouldn't buy the building. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no. Uh, uh, and we were going to, actually, when we, we moved the station uh, about a, a year and a half, two years ago, whatever, and we looked at the building, and that's back when Dad was still alive, and he said, 
there's no way we're moving there. <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. No, you know, it's renovated, but uh, he's still there. So anyway. The bones are still old. The, the bones are still old. I'd have been like, hey, Dad, I'm not working today. You're taking me to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you go to, like, college for journalism or anything? I went to college. Flunked out of college. Had a boy. Yeah. Boy. It was uh, – when I got out of high school, it was um, – I knew what I wanted to do. I mean, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, but I was going to go because I had a free ride. And I'm crazy now. I look look back at it. I had a full ride. Yeah. Everything paid for. Should have got my degree. But I didn't. Um, I started working for Citadel Broadcasting in Birmingham. Um, and a fun, funny story about that is, is when you're in Jasper, you, you can't just – Send them a resume and a tape, what we used to call tape, a CD or MP3 or whatever. They're going to laugh you out of the building, you know, because yeah. you're from Jasper. Mm-hmm. Even though you may be talented, you're from Jasper. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. So I, what I did was I was smart for the first time in my probably my life. And I, and I said, what do I need to do to break into Birmingham? And I said, well, I was a big fan of 107.7 The X. And they had a morning show, Tuttle and Klein. Yep. Yep. And they had a big event, a poker run downtown for uh, Halloween. So I said, I'm going to drive over there and I'm going to go and meet one of these guys and talk to them face to face. And... So I did, and I walked in. I wasn't even old enough to get in a bar. But there was Kevin Klein. And I met him, one of the nicest guys in the world. And I told him, I said, look. I said, I'm from Jasper. I've got X amount of experience. I said, I've, I've done this all my life. I said, I, I need to get my foot in the door. What do I need to do? I said, I'll do anything. You know. And he said, uh would you be willing to intern? And I said, sure. Yeah. You know, I've worked for free before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, he set me up with, uh, the promotions director and she, uh, I met with her. She called me back. I was just thankful for that and set up a meeting and, and we talked and, um, and I, I brought my resume and brought my, on air stuff. And she said, this is pretty good, you know? Uh, and she said, uh, so you're willing to intern and everything. I said, yeah, I just want my foot in the door. That's yeah. all I want. I just earn my opportunity. So I did. And back then Rick and Bubba was in the building. And with my experience, they said, uh, you want to, you want to work with Rick and Bubba and intern there? I said, no, <laughs> and Yikes. she looked at me she looked at me and she said why not I, she said you might have a better opportunity if you you know they were you know syndicated and everything I said no I said I don't like them you know same uh, you know I said <laughs> I just don't like them and I said I want to intern with with the ex and, and 
And so I did, and I worked, uh, I interned. I had to leave Jasper. This was before Quarter Rex. I'd leave Jasper like 4.45, you know, like three days a week, mm. and drive over there for free, okay? But after six months, um, the operations manager called me in the office, and he was like, hey, we've got an opening for a uh, producer at Jock's. I said, he said, are you interested? And I said, yes. Please, God. You know? <laughs> just not Rick and Bubba. <laughs> yeah, just not Rick and Bubba. Uh, yeah, 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 I'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I started working at Jocks, and still I would come in some mornings and help Tuttle and Klein. And um, then like six months later, um, they took off work for uh, the 4th of July. And Susan Gross was the program director, which I loved. And Susan asked me to board up the Best of show while they were on vacation. I said, sure. I said, can I get on the air? And because Kelly Hunter was doing the news. Kelly was a babe, by the way. <laughs> if you don't. But Kelly was doing the news, and she was still going to be there. And I said, will you let me just get on the air and intro some songs and banter? I said, just to hear me on the air. And she was reluctant, and she really was. And she, she said, yeah, I guess you can do it. So anyway, that was like right at my birthday. It was my birthday. Now, thinking back on it, July 3rd. And I went in. I was nervous. Got on the air. And I thought I nailed it. I thought I nailed it. I thought, I, I, I think I, I've nailed this. Well, Susan was not off that, that week. We had a glass window there where you could see the hall, and here here comes Susan going to her office. And I'm thinking, you know, hell, it's 945, and here we go. This is over at 10. And uh, she comes in at 10 to do her shift, and she comes in, gives me a big high five, and she says, you nailed it. She said, I want to offer you weekend mornings at the X, she said, I want you to do weekend nights at Rock 99 and still keep whatever you're doing at Jocks. And I was in heaven. Dang. Heaven, man. Just bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Set up. Keep all you busy. All it takes is a chance. Yeah, that's all it takes. Which you did at the Walker County Way. You're like, hey, you're going to watch me mm-hmm. and you're going to see how good I actually am before you laugh me out of the door. Mm-hmm. Right, and and that's that's the thing was was – don't give up. Don't think you don't have a chance. Even if you have to sacrifice something, if it's your dream, get after it. Yeah. You know, get your ass up and and go find a way to do what you want to do. Yep. In any business, show them. Show them what you could do. That's right. And, and that's, you know, kind of what I did. So I, just, I always told everybody, I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people at peak by the time I'm 30. I'm kind of just going to be getting started by the time I'm 30. Yeah. And I kind of did. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the thing was, I was still young. I was the youngest personality, radio personality in Birmingham. Oh, nice. I was like, you know, 19, 20, 21 <clears throat> on the air. And I wish, looking back, that I was older because I was a little intimidated. Yeah. You know, even though I had that experience, you're – you're on like 100,000 watts of, mm-hmm. you know, 
of radio. And if I would have done it 10 years later, I think I would have uh, been better. I think I did a good job. Um, I got screwed twice. Yeah. And that's kind of why I left. Do you remember their names? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. No, and, and even if I did, I wouldn't reveal it. Um, but no, I got screwed twice on, on job opportunities. And that's the corporate world. And that's why after five years, I left and came home and started my own thing. Yeah. So what, first off, did the radio voice kind of naturally come to you? Or did you kind of like mold your voice and enunciation to kind of fit like the radio voice? No. You have like a good tone. Like you have, like you have the tone like you enjoy hearing on the radio. Mm-hmm. No, no it, it's, it's natural. Natural? I mean, really. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting there, uh, I think it was, at, yeah, it was at Pie Factory when we came and did bingo over there. Uh, there were some of the wor- some of the words you enunciated. I looked at my wife and I was like, "It kind of sounds like Eli Gold when he enunciates some things." <laughs> I, I I've been honored to be compared to Eli, um, and I grew up listening to Eli. But yeah, yeah, I like to. You, you know, ad for Golden Flake. Uh, Golden Flake potato. Ch- Where's the Golden Flake potato chips and uh, Coca Cola here? We're going to do the Coach Bryant show here, and we will. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I mean, Eli, uh, I, I've had a lot of folks that I, I enjoyed listening to. Eli's one of them because I still do sports casting. Um, but I, you know, Hurricane Shane, I enjoyed Hurricane Shane and we, we still, uh, you know, talk and, uh, Coyote J. Oh man. Coyote J. Mm. See, I, I grew up on 103.7 and 107.7. Yeah. That was, I mean, I was nine and ten years old, but that well, was my music. Yeah, 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 and um, uh, so many uh, really good, talented people, and it's a shame because a lot of them are not working anymore because of the corporate environment. Uh, you know, but a little thing about Cody J. Guess what? He's going to be back. Mm. Oh. And I'll drop a bomb dropping, on you. I was about to say drop, uh, dropping breaking you, news. You heard here. it here first. Yes, sir. Cody J's coming to WJLX. Nice. Nice. What a He's going to be doing Sunday evenings, yeah. doing a live show. What a pull. Yeah. And I'm so excited about it. I, I can't stand it. Yeah. That's awesome. Because dude. he is one of the greatest radio guys to come out of Alabama. I mean, he's, he's, uh, but, you know, he, he's kind of bored right now. He, he's not working. Yeah. He, you know, he's got family in Dora, and he said, well, this would be perfect. I can go see my grandkids at Dora and come to Jasper and then do a show. Do what I love. Go dogs. Go dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of breaking news there. But, yeah. Um, that's what we like. Coyote is, is coming to Jasper, and that will be uh, in August. Nice. Yeah. What a... What kind of inspired you to start your own radio station? What kind of steps did you have to take to go through that? Tired of the bullshit of corporate radio. That's right. Yeah, sticking it to the man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it was not it was not um it wasn't fun. Yeah. It wasn't fun. I mean, yeah, it was great to be on a on a station that was, you know, a flamethrower and you hear from everybody under the sun, but it wasn't fun. You know, when you walk into a studio and they've got you 
you know, like a list of, you know, songs and, and you've got uh, liners uh, that's uh, pre, you know, pre-typed up and, and everything. It's like you're not creative. You can't be creative. Yeah. Staying the personality. Yeah. I hands. mean, and, and that's uh, kind of what's wrong with the radio business now. But uh, I came home and it was it was luck. I mean, really. Uh, had had some luck and um, actually bought uh, the station that my dad was the program director of AM twelve forty WARF and 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 then kind of grew from there and uh, we have that station and one hundred one five and um, got eighty eight five which is a country station and uh, about to. Um, out to build in uh, Hamilton. Oh, really? Yeah, and looking at uh, maybe a couple other markets. Jeez. Dang. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how far into Mississippi does that Hamilton market reach? That Hamilton station is going to be the biggest signal we have. Yeah, it's going to go Tupelo to um, Carbon Hill, east east to west. Dang. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of fun. I, maybe a dumb question, but I'm, it's on my brain, so I'm going to ask it. Is it because is it an altitude thing that we're reaching so far there, or is it just geolocation? That's, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> that is a great question. Um, FM radio is is based on line of sight. It's not based on power. Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously, the more power you have, it's the the signal's more beefy. But the line of sight, the higher you can go. It doesn't matter if you're a thousand feet up in the air at like 25 watts, you're going to cover a huge area compared to maybe a hundred feet at a thousand watts Mm -hmm. because it, you've got to shoot through structures. Yeah. You know, the Hamilton station, we're we're going to be on like a a mountain, you know, not uh, many of those in Hamilton. No, I mean, but it's a high peak that, Mm -hmm. That I looked at it and it was like a hundred feet up in the air and you could get this coverage and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I think I'll Let's take do that. that. I think I'll yeah. take that. You know, uh, but uh, and it also uh, it also depends on uh, coast signals. Like 101.5, we have another signal in Birmingham on 101.5, and that's why you can't. It it, it struggles toward Birmingham. Now, if you go toward Winfield. And Hamilton, you could get it much further that way because there's no other signals. Mm-hmm. And say, I mean, you can go south, and and we cover Oakman and and get into Tuscaloosa County, but there's nobody down there. And then uh, you know, and then can't north, confirm. And then north, you know, you know, you get you need to hit Arlie and Addison, and and that's good. But uh, anyway, no, it's. Uh, that's kind of the gist of how FM radio works. Now, AM radio is based on sound waves of going up and down. That's why you get skips, what they okay. call skips. What is AM and FM? I used to know what AM and FM stood for. I know what AM and PM stands for. Frequency modulation and... Amplitude modulation? Maybe, I don't know. Be, uh, that's bad being in the radio business, not remembering <laughs> what that is. But yeah, I, mean, I, I remember right to me. You say it with confidence, and I'm gonna believe you. I had to take like a broadcast journalism course when I was taking classes for PR, 
and I like they hammered that one into us. And dang, I can't which I mean it's over ten years ago at this point, but I really forget. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't remember. We need a Jamie in here again. Splicing a touch of tism and right. Shane used to have his laptop sitting over there. He could do this stuff for us, but yeah. Uh, Speaking of, do you know where that thing's at? No, you took it home. All right, cool. Yep, good deal. So when you uh, when you took over the program and all that, what what kind of like content did you strive to incorporate into all your programs? Well, number one, you got to be live and local. Um, you got to be live and local. If you're going to survive in a small market, you got to reach out to the community. You you got to provide something that no one else can provide. Yeah. Okay. Like Birmingham Radio, you you you're going to battle them, but they can't provide Jasper football on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. They can't do the weather and tell you what uh, is going on in Parish. Uh, they they can't do the community events. They can't do. That's the stuff you have to kind of look look toward. Yeah. And uh, then provide a format that you can be different. You know, and 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 we are we are we are we are different, and uh, we do a little bit of everything. And but you have to be live and local. And and folks want to give me this, you know. The, uh, the argument of radio's dying. And, um, you know, they've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. You know. But, and it, it's sort of like I was on Birmingham Mountain Radio the other night. And um, we were talking about this same subject. It, radio will not die. It's the way corporate radio is doing radio. They're not. They don't do it the right way. It's all cookie cutter. Yeah, and I don't, I, I, I don't care that people want to get in their car and listen to Spotify or Pandora or whatever. Um, hell, I would too if it was, it, you know, you're getting them something bad, a bad product. Yeah, but if you get in the car and listen to WJLX, you're gonna get a local guy. You're gonna get, you know, Jasper football, Alabama football. You're gonna get all this other stuff. That you can't get on Spotify. Right. You know? And that's kind of where I'm at with that. I mean, you've got to evolve in any business. You have to evolve. We do a lot more video stuff now, but, um, you know, you have to evolve and you have to be proactive. Be proactive and evolve and try to figure out What's the best route to take? Every business evolves. Right. Radio will evolve. I don't know what it's going to look like in 10 years. I don't. Yeah. But you, when you, when we do like a lot of video features now, you know, you've got to have the apps. You've got to have the, all these other internet resources and everything. Yeah. And that's kind of the direction it's going in. Well, I mean, even back in the early 2010s, uh, I used to listen to, like, Patty and Dollar Bill on 102.5 in the mornings, like, driving back and forth, because for a little bit, I was driving back and forth from here to Jacksonville State. Right, yeah. So, that's an hour and a half drive. Yeah, sure. So, by the time I got out of class and was driving home, the same rotation of songs that I just heard that morning were starting over again 
when right, I was leaving. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what's the point? So then next thing you know, I'm throwing in my mix CDs that, yeah, you know, us yeah. old people used to make. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I know. Uh, yeah. Legally. Legally. Yeah. yeah. All paid for. Yeah. Napster. <laughs> Allegedly. Because, yeah. uh, uh, and then it was like, you know, I found myself the Spotify, Pandora and all that became a thing. And then it was like, I don't even really listen to the radio, but if I can't watch a football game, I'm still going to be listening to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, I understand. And then, like, I didn't like Rick and Bubba at all, but my dad, like, swore by him. So if I was in the truck with him, that's who we were listening to, like on the way to a golf tournament or a golf course. And I was like, he knew I, he knew I really didn't like him, but couldn't stand him. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, you know, they they. When I was working in Birmingham, we would ride up in the elevator and everything, and and then you know, like a morning or two, I rode up with them, you know, third yeah. floor, and they were just pricks you know yeah mm-hmm. uh, they did they did not you know they didn't recognize you they didn't want to talk to you didn't want to be personable um i could i could go on and on but anyway Surprised i'm not going their to their egos fit in the elevator yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah i mean i i just didn't like them but see i love i love talk radio like i love listening to jocks oh yeah, yeah. like that was like that's what i was listening to if i wasn't listening to music and I and when I worked for Jocks, I uh, did a Saturday morning show with Doug Layton, the Alabama mm-hmm. legendary announcer. And Doug was fun. Um, Doug would show up about two minutes before airtime. <laughs> Shane, hey, and Look, I've Doug got was the, I've got the tools to be successful. <laughs> All right, that's what I've learned here tonight, D- Doug. <laughs> Doug was hung over as hell. Checking boxes, baby. I mean, and he was funny. Uh, he'd come in, his hair's all messed up, you know. Saturday morning, late now. And, and we had a, a great time doing it. But Doug was a lot of fun. But, you know, Doug was notorious. I mean, you know. And uh, worked with uh, Herb Winches. Um and uh, Ryan Brown and and some of these other guys that's, that's doing the the next round. I mean, we all started right there at the bottom. Ryan Haney, uh, Ryan Brown, Lance Taylor, um, all of them. You know, we were there at the same time, and we were kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, you know, um, if I would have stayed there, maybe I would have been where they are now, mm-hmm. but. I'm happy where I am now. Yeah. Happiness is, is better than my dad used to tell me, he said, you can't eat publicity. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, if you love what you do, you're not going to work a day in your life. And I, and I haven't. Yeah. You know, I can see, I mean, it's a business you grew up in, you know, you know, the, the respect level. It requires mm-hmm. the attention it requires. And now you're, like you said, you have to adapt. You're adapting. Yeah, and you have to adapt and, and, and do some things and do some different things. And uh, like I say, we ventured out into video. Um, and we're going to do some different things. We're going to be more breaking news. <laughs> Lay it on us. We we'll, 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 on we'll, be, we'll be live from SEC Media Days this year. Nice. Huge, yeah. That's that's a I tried big uh, thing. 
What's that little, uh, it used to be, oh, dang. They were out of, like, some podunk town in North Alabama. I can't remember. I had heard an ad for them literally, like, the day of. Dylan was at the Galleria, and uh, it was during SEC Media Days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm going to call down there and see if I can't get you a media pass. I was just going to call in and say, hey, I'm the program director from whatever this no-name radio station mm-hmm. was. Yeah. But they quickly hit me with what my um, – <sighs> forget what they call it like broadcast code or something like that mm-hmm. may anywhere in the ballpark i don't know what they did to okay you. They, they, they <laughs> they station you. code or something basically <sighs> and i was like w oh yeah oh 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 you uh the call letters did they hit you with call letters? well no i had because the call letters like wjls right yeah i had that okay she asked me for like something else and i was like Probably your name. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's like I thought it was gonna. I thought that was a situation like that. Like uh, yeah. she's just trying to trick me. So I was like, "What are you even talking about?" And she hung up on me. And I was like, "Well, I failed that test." Yeah, yeah. You just have to go in and demand. Yeah. Sort of like um, <laughs> uh, the other night, the Foo Fighters. Yeah, they were they were here. Yeah, and uh, went to the show. Went with my friends and everything, and of course it stormed like hell, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, Sometimes you have to take charge. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. And the lady just she well, cut t- my legs out from under me. Yeah, but you you got to take charge and do it right. Well, it I comes with experience. In, I left it all in Dylan's court at that point. I was like, "Bud, just press her." So I, I, I we go to the, <laughs> we go to the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Storm like hell. All right, we get there and I had premier parking and everything, and we look. You know they they blew everybody back out because of the storms. And of course we were we arrived there late, and I was with Barry Bankers. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, a couple other friends. And I looked, and, I, and there's a line that goes from the top of the ticket office all the way down to probably the bridge. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm not standing this line. No. Let's and see said, what happens. And, 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 and they said, well, well, Brad, what do you think we're going to do? <laughs> And I said, "Well, you're going to follow me," and 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 I had my my station shirt on, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said, "We're walking to the front of this thing, and you follow my lead." And we walk all the way to the front of the line, and I'm there. Get to the front. Get to uh, the security guy, and I said, "Hey, we got to get in. We got a meet and greet coming up. We I'm trying to get these listeners in, and blah blah blah." Uh, when did he get in the gate? He's like, do whatever you need to do, dude. And, 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 then, and, then, and then we scanned our tickets, got in, and the rest is Boom. history. How many of those shirts you got lying around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I, I need to get you all some. So that way you can pull that play, card. Yeah. I got some plays to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah that way you can, you can pull I that card. Some, I got some concerts coming up on my ball. Yeah, so. yeah. You can pull that card, man. I, I'm telling you. Uh, but, yeah, you just have to, you have to know what you're you know, kind of just know what you're doing, and yeah. Well, I've already got a scheme for it that I've thought up. Will on the spot here. I'm just gonna find three random people that are in line. I'm gonna say, hey, 25 bucks a piece. I'll get y'all in right now. There you go. Yeah. They're gonna go with me, and if we fail, I've made 75 dollars. If we succeed, I've still made 75 dollars, and I'm not having to buy. You're a, able. Yeah, I've, I've paid for my beer for the night. Uh, now you're able to buy two beers. There but, you go. But the thing about you, and I just noticed this. Has anybody ever told you you look like Matthew McConaughey? Jesus. Not another one. I, 
We've heard Morgan Wallen, Riley Green, and now Matthew McConaughey. Uh, and it's been heavy Matthew McConaughey here lately. Well, Flattering. You do. I mean, you look like Matthew McConaughey. Monday leaving the gym, this girl legitimately stopped me and, like, kind of upsetting. Like, she ran up and stopped me and then said, oh, my God. And, like, she realized that it wasn't Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But she was like, I legitimately thought you were Matthew you- McConaughey working out here. I was like, yeah. you realize- you're not pulling the right card. Yeah. Yeah. I hit her with the all right, all right, all right, but it didn't work. <laughs> that ain't a Texas all right, all right. That's no, a hell of a I mean, I laid it in thick. I laid it on, but yeah. she just wasn't falling for it. I mean, he's filming a movie in Birmingham. That's, I think that's what's getting you gotta getting go, all the attention. You got to go make your play That's getting, in the, uh, that's getting the press. Yeah. You got to go to Birmingham. But yeah, you look like Matthew McConaughey, I tell you. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Man, I wish I did. I, I, I look. I wish I had Matthew McConaughey's bank account. <laughs> Me too. I'd take yeah. a fraction of it, actually. Sure. Yeah. I'd take a Lincoln. I'd just like to look at it. Yeah. If we're yeah, being honest. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just peek in that thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, he par- He's either partial owner or owns Austin FC. The soccer. Yeah, he probably owns Austin. If we're just yeah. being honest. Probably. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, Dominique Wilkins uh, bought into uh, the Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I haven't. I can't go watch Birmingham because they either play on a set Sunday when I have to work. Yeah. Or a Wednesday night when I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like my hands are tied. I really want to go though. Uh, I'm sure I'll make it a point too. So you need to. Yeah. I love soccer. If you can't tell, I'm a big Man United fan. All right. Uh. But. <clears throat> I've heard Morgan Wall and Riley Green and now Matthew McConaughey within a year now. Two years. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Oh, no. And Miles Teller from uh, yeah, we forgot Top Miles Gun. Teller. Yeah, we he had went a through Miles that Teller phase. summer. Yeah, he went yeah. through that phase. Well, I, like to, I like to go down to a mustache in the summertime, <laughs> which I know right Wait. now I've got the beard. There's a reason for that. Because um, he looks like Matthew McConaughey. Partially. 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 Yeah. I'm trying to learn the guitar, so I'm re- yeah. I'm angling for this Riley Green thing. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, Matthew McConaughey can play guitar, too. Let's let's not lie here. Yeah. What can't that guy Well, do? you don't have a mullet, so you're not uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. I've, I've grown the size. I'm going more. Have you like, had a mullet before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, when oh I, man. Yeah, the mullet was a problem. But uh, I forgot where we were. You can't you can't sell cars with a mullet, can you? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, they let wow. me wear a Stetson to work. Wow. Yeah, I've I've lobbied to get my name tag at work changed to just Stetson. Let's <laughs> just play the whole role. You have know? you have you seen okay. right. these posts on Facebook? They get like massive attention because like a good looking woman has like this random dude standing by them. It's like the engagements on the post are high because mm-hmm. they're like. Yeah. But that was an easy sale, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think Shane's their token good-looking person. I appreciate that. Like, hey. I'm not going to disagree with we're you. We're going to drive engagements up on this post. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you talked about doing video. Do you, like, live sync it with the radio? Uh, No, I mean, we... Uh, now, if we have, like, a talk program, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. But, uh, of course, you know, with streaming, you can't have the music on and... So you can't really have a. I would love to do a camera in in studio, but I'm sure there's a way around it. I don't know how, but uh, um, we do a lot of live video. Um, I have a really good team. I want to I want to talk about them. 
uh, Terrell Manasco is my operations manager. Uh, Brian Hales, my sports director, and and uh, kind of he does all of our social media, and he he does a great job. Gee, um, uh, Woody Wilson uh, does middays, and and uh, we have a really good team. And uh, looking forward to the upcoming sports season. I mean, we're kind of known for our sports. Yeah. You know, so uh, we got um, this year between both stations. I mean, we got uh, Jasper football. We got a county game of the week. We got Alabama football, and we have Auburn football. This year we're adding. Oh. Yeah. Going to the dark side, huh? Well, I mean, you can't hardly hear them here. Winter's coming. Yeah, you know, so uh, I thought it was a good ad, and uh, we're going to do it, and we got the time to do it, so let's yeah. do it, you know? Try to appeal to everyone, you know? Do you go to Tuscaloosa or travel with Alabama? Yeah, I've been I've, I've been very blessed to um, go to a lot of, uh, lot of ball games. Um, if you need somebody on location for Auburn, I know a guy. May need one, seriously. So, uh, so. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been very blessed to have gone to a lot of Bama games and and uh, with with my credential and and um, go to a lot of national championship games. Uh, I've seen, <laughs> I've I've seen so many. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what are you laughing He's about? He's a big Auburn fan. It's just yeah. It just hurts. It hurts. Uh, well, it's okay, man. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, you know, uh, you guys. I mean, will it's be true. Back. It's true. That's that's what hurts the worst. Is it's just it's a factual statement. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, and it's a great time to be an Alabama fan. But I tell you what, the parody's coming in SEC and college football. But that's another topic for probably another day. But uh, yeah, uh, been able to travel to Miami, New Orleans. Uh, went out to Pasadena, went out to uh, uh, Arizona for a title game, uh, uh, Atlanta. Uh, um, I was trying to think if there's any others. But, uh, no, been, been been able to go all over. That's sort of, sort of like my vacation mm-hmm. because we wrap up high school football season, and that's kind of – that's my vacation. Yeah, yeah. You you're know, getting, I, you're getting into bowl season. But get it, get into bowl later. season and and go to the bowl game and kind of watch it. And that's sort of my vacation, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, my Christmas gift to myself, <laughs> you know. So yeah. Like uh, but you know, uh, maybe Auburn will get there one day. That depends on the boosters. Yeah, maybe we'll just. Get... You're good. We're awake now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's Auburn's problem. They got to – I think wholeheartedly Harson could have been successful there had he not been hogtied, but I, – I didn't think it was a very good fit. I, I didn't think it from the very beginning. I, I thought this guy's not going to do well in the SEC because um, – and I'd heard some, some things about uh, from coaches about his personality and everything else. It, it wasn't a good fit. Now, I'll tell you – you got a good football coach now. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah, they I they mean, went from, hey, this guy, he's a safe pick. Nobody's going to get you know up in arms about his history or anything like that. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Give him a chance. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. Never got a fair shake. He was 
you guys always hire the outlaws, Bruce yeah. Pearl and hey. Hugh Freeze. See how Bruce worked out for us. I feel like I feel like the Bruce Pearl hire inspired the Hugh Freeze hire. Oh, great hires, both of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to doubt that, but anyway, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, looking forward to high school football season. We're getting ready for that. We got uh, media days at the Pie Factory uh, coming up in in mid July, and then we'll. We'll go to SEC Media Days uh, right after that, the Monday following. and That was such a great idea, too, throwing Media Days in for the high school games. Yeah, yeah, the high school teams really love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, and, and, and it's so funny because, it, um, of course, we stream that uh, with, our, with our video, mm-hmm. and it's live on the radio. And uh, WOTM, um, Charter – or Spectrum Channel 21, I think, or, and 80, they stream it live statewide. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but the the kids, uh, they'll come and, like, some of the teams, they, they will dress in suit and ties. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's like a spectacle. And, um, yeah, no, that's something that I that I really enjoy is, is, is media days. And that's the unofficial start to the – the football season. Yeah. I'll never forget when that kid from Summoning Christian had the mullet. Oh, yeah. With the shabby yeah, bow tie. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And, uh, uh, yeah, but, but always have a good time with that. And, and, um, but anyway, we, uh, looking forward to that. And, um, just uh, came off Father's Day. And, and, um, of course, as you know, you know, my dad passed away yeah. in August, and um, I was on Birmingham Mountain Radio this past week. They did a a, a show for him, and um, dad was very special. I miss him every day, um, and, you know, it, it's been hard. It's been tough, but uh, you have to move on, you know, when you when you deal with something like that, and uh, you know, he was the voice of of the Vikings for forty three years, forty three seasons. Yeah, that's impressive. That's you know, long. and 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 then you know he passed away three days before we kicked off, and I, and and I remember, and and this is something I probably haven't told before. Um, the last time I saw him, which was like the t- Monday Monday, and the game was Friday, and um. We would we would we love to kid one another and poke at one another. We'd aggravate the hell out of one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I I told him I said I'm going to come back and and see you tomorrow, which was Tuesday. Uh, and then I didn't I decided not to go because he had so many visitors. But that Monday night, I told him I said you have to pull this shit on game week. <laughs> you know, and he he just smiled. You know, and I think he knew he was dying, but. Um, got that call that Wednesday morning at six twenty-seven, and they said he's gone. You know, yeah. so that was it. Yeah, that first uh, that first Father's Day, man. With I don't want to get too like emotional or sad, you know. But this was my first Father's Day without my dad, and yeah, so he you passed know, in so- January, so it was still it's still really fresh. Like the cut's really fresh, mm-hmm. so. And, and we all deal with with um, grief in a different way, you know. Yeah, and and I think it's something important. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, yeah. it's something important to talk about 
because it you do deal with grief in a different way. And yeah, it, it was tough losing your father, not only your father, but a guy that basically worked with you for 20 years. Uh, you know, when I, when I had the, you know, bought the station, uh, but a guy that I would call and just talk football with every day or, you know, just check in or, and, or aggravate me. He'd, he'd always, he would always call me and say, Hey, uh, running low on money. Can you spot me $20 on my paycheck? Oh yeah. <laughs> whatever. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, and it aggravate me. And, and but he he would tell me, he said, you know, one day you gonna miss me aggravating you, and I do. Yeah, I do. That was the uh, when I was off work after my dad died. I was sitting there watching wrestling. There's so many natural reflexes that you have with people in your life that you don't think about until they're gone. Because I was just sitting there watching wrestling, and I picked up my phone to start texting him. And I just sat my phone down, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah." I still, I, I, I still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, and then I have crazy dreams also. Uh, kinda sometimes, but yeah, I just kind of channel like if I feel like I'm getting anxious or on the verge <sighs> of wanting to like cry or something, dude, I just get moving. Like, yeah, I, just, I yeah. just start moving. I'm like, I'm gonna get my mind off this somehow, some way, and. uh you know, but it was, it was hard, and I was lucky enough. I I got the work, and we uh had a couple of cancellations, so I was able to come home. And I was yeah. like, I needed to be home. Like usually, sure, I want to stay sure, busy, but sure. on that day, I was like, I just want to be home because my dog died three weeks ago. So it's like, Man, I tell you what, like all I've known is lost this year. Yeah. Well, it 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 will get better. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, but, uh, Definitely started seeing a therapist, though. It uh, helps. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I probably need to. I, I've, I've, yeah, I've been through a lot, so I understand that. But you know, uh, they're a big part of our lives, and that's what I, we do a blog, and that's why I put it in my blog. We'd be doing them a disservice by just stopping. So, mm-hmm. so you just gotta keep. Oh uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I, he's always uh, gonna be remembered, and and he told me he he always told me he said. You know, he knew when that I was going to take over the broadcast uh, of the football games, and he he would always tell me what his mentor told him. Said, "Son, you're going to make them forget all about me." And I said, "No, they're they're never going to forget about you. I promise you, because it, I, your your legacy will still live on, and and you know we're." I'm, I've I've got some plans coming up to kind of keep his legacy alive, but um, you know that 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 hurt, you know, because I was like, I, n- nobody's going to forget about you. I mean, he 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 was on the radio here for fifty years, yeah, mm-hmm. fifty plus years, and nobody's going to forget about you. Uh, but um, and I certainly couldn't do uh, football like he did. Now I. I used to tease him. I, I beat his ass in basketball. I can call some <laughs> basketball, but uh, football. He he was yeah. He was much better than I was. So do you uh, do you analyze the sports teams like before the season? Kind of make like preseason picks. I I, I do. Uh, we <clears throat> we do a lot a lot of different things like that, and and you know sort of like 
when you're doing ball games on Friday, a lot of folks don't realize that it's much more work than going to a, or at least for my part and the way we do things, it's much more than going to the stadium with a roster and sitting down and talking football. It is a process every week of, uh, we'll go to practice. We'll talk to the coach on, uh, on Wednesday and we got a brand new coach there. The former defensive coordinator at UAB. Um, we do, um, a show, uh, a coach's show on Thursday nights at the Pie Factory. Uh, but we study, and they, they give us the stats and, and, and the starting lineups for the other team and, their, you know, whatever information they have. Yeah. So I have a chart. I have a chart that's built out and has every tidbit that I have. Mm-hmm. So that way I can I can study that and when we go to the ball game, I mean it's it's a week long work. Yeah. You you don't just people think you just jump at the booth, just show up and say what's happening. Here I am, buddy. Yeah. Welcome here. You know, no, uh no. But but we try to do it at, now there's probably some that do that that way. Yeah. But not us. Sitting there and kid misses like three slants. He's like, Coach said the kid couldn't hit a damn slant pass all week, and here we are. Why here are you calling are. this coach? <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh uh and I've worked with some great coaches and and uh, most of them is you know, they've been great and and uh they provide us with all the information we need and and we try to do the best we can, you know, with what we have. So as a person who reads and studies and listens to these coaches, how analytical is Chavis? Uh, Chavis, uh, Chavis Williams. Yeah, that's our boy. Uh, I love Chavis. Graduated with him. Chavis is a good guy. Uh, Chavis um, is a good football coach. Um. I think that um, it'll be a uh, telling year for him. Um, he's got some talent coming back. Um, you just got to win, baby. That's all you got to do is yeah. just win. But but Chavis is, um, you know, I, I never imagined uh, that Chavis would have been one of the first people that Nick Saban recruited. Mm-hmm. Because I watched him in high school, and I thought, "Hell, this guy! I, you know, I didn't know, you know." And, and then, and then all of a sudden, you know, Saban arrives, and he's recruiting this guy, and I'm like, "He's recruiting Chavis Williams," <laughs> and then Chavis develops, and you know, Saban molded him, and then he went to the pros, and yeah, and, and, yeah. but Chavis, uh, uh, are you talking about? Is he a good interview? Oh no, I know he's a good interview. He's been on here. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I was right, talking yeah. about like how analytical, it, paying attention to stats and tell it like relate them to you. No, uh, no, no, uh, no, no. I mean, I, he. Uh, Chad he, was showing he, up on Friday like they're running what defense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He uh, no, he he uh, he'll provide us with whatever he he needs, but uh, whatever we need. 
but but he uh, he's easy to work with. I enjoy working with Chavis. Yeah, uh, a good guy, uh, and uh, I wish him the very best coming up. Yeah, go dogs. Uh, so uh, you went to Dora, and where did you go? Dora as well. Oh man, oh yeah, Dora. surrounded. Wow, surrounded by the bulldogs. <laughs> right. I'll tell you a funny story, and I'll. <laughs> It was uh, back in the uh, the nineties. Dad and and Woody, uh, of course, did the the Walker games and everything. And you remember Glenn Allen Bobo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the PA at the time. And uh, I was young and everything. And I'm just going to tell this. Dad and Woody would uh, drink whiskey before the game. Get the nerves right. Get the nerves right. Yeah. 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 And probably not the best idea, you know. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. First game of the year, you know. So we're at Dora, and they get on the air and everything, and everything's going good. Now they could, they could do a game drinking. Yeah, I mean they could. I mean I, I'll just tell that story because <laughs> I, I mean I, I, I know the statute history. of limitations up on yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Walker had kicked off to Dora. Well, they they over the off season they changed up the jerseys. Well, they thought that they were kicking off to Walker. Dora was kicking off to Walker instead of Walker kicking off to Dora. <laughs> well, they they get on the air, and, you know. Here's the kickoff, and, and, you know, going off the left side, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's going to go all the way and touchdown. Vikings, Vikings are on top. Vikings are on top. Six to nothing early to go here in the ball game. And we'll be back after this 30-second timeout. And then Bobo leans in and says, that was Dora that ran the ball back. <laughs> and so they come back on the air, they say, Dora seven Walker nothing. Welcome back and just went on, you know, just, <laughs> just like uh, professional as can be. Oh yeah, nothing, don't acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. Nothing ever happened, and uh, that was that was funny. We 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 had some great times on the road and uh, uh, doing these ball games and stuff. Uh, <laughs> a million million stories. Okay. That is peak professionalism. Exactly. <laughs> Can't backtrack on it. No. What happens already happened. You got to press forward. That's right. Yeah. Good times. I love, yeah. I love being from Dora. Proud to be from there. When are we going to get the, I guess, Dora Jasper now? When are we going to get that rivalry back? Need to. Yeah. Does it restart now since they're Jasper now? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we, what? what? Ain't got a new school building? Maybe I'm just, <laughs> maybe I've just blocked it out of what stopped. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, uh, well, I, I've heard stories, but I don't know. I mean, um, you know, it stopped before, and this is another story. Uh, 1983, uh, actually, my dad and Woody were instrumental in getting the rivalry back up with Coach Campbell at Jasper and then or at Walker and then at Dora. And uh, they had an epic game, one of dad's probably best calls. Um and uh, Walker won the ball game in front of, he said there were people everywhere. 
mm-hmm. said it was, they, they were hanging everywhere. Yeah. You know, and they won in the last seconds. But uh, no, I don't know what happened. You know, I would love for us to play, uh, I'm talking about Jasper, uh, Dora. Um, love to see Cordova, Curry, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know what has stopped the rivalry. Uh, I would love to see it back. I, I think that uh, I think maybe they're scared. Dora? Yeah. I have hmm. to ask Travis. Oh, hmm. uh, well, <laughs> we may need to edit that. I don't no. know. I don't know. Uh, no, no, I, like I, it. No. I, I don't I, I don't I don't know if they're scared. I don't know if uh I don't know what it is, uh, because of Jasper's having to schedule teams out of state now. And and Jasper, to be perfectly honest with you, the past couple of years has not been that good. Yeah. Uh, but but why can't we you know it'll be a great gate. I don't want to say they're scared. I don't I almost say that. I, I shouldn't have said that. No, I like it. Um but, run deep. But the the gate would be monstrous. Yeah, and we don't have to travel far. Let's 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 keep it inside yeah. the county. We're what five years removed now? Four? I can't remember how long it's been now, but but I mean that was at the time uh you know, where it was kind of lopsided a little bit. I mean, when I was when I was a kid, I remember it was like going to the Walker Dora game. Yeah, I mean, that Walker's was, gonna win. That was an event. But and I just remember there being so many people there. And yeah, that, it was it was it was like the first week of the season, and sometimes it was on a Saturday night. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when I was in high school, we only lost to Walker once. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it was a great series. Yeah. I don't want to say. I should have said they were scared. Uh, <laughs> it'll come back to bite me in the ass. Uh, Chavis will call First me. game back, door wins 65 tonight. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, but I, I remember, you know, the game uh, where we were kicking field goals at the 30 when we were up like 71 to nothing or something. Yeah, I, yeah. But they couldn't compete. I mean, it was – we had a really good team. and The dark ages. Yeah, yeah it was the dark <laughs> ages. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I would love to see the uh, two teams get back together. Curry's the same way. I went to Curry. People think I went to Jasper. Yeah. Uh, Walker. But no, I, I I went to Curry. And uh, those folks up there, when I was in school, hated me. I mean, because I was on the I was on the Walker broadcast. Yeah. I was going to say because he's the radio. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I was involved. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man. It was rough. But, um I enjoyed my time at Curry and had, and had a great education. But Curry, you need to come and play us again. You know, we need to we need to have that rivalry. And, yeah, and, and you know, Dora Cordova is a great rivalry. Yeah, that was that was it. Growing up, like you yeah. know, you did not like people that went to Cordova. Mm-hmm. River rats, river rats. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's a good unison there. You 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 were you were you all des- involved. You despised anything red and blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you go out and do. You hated going down there. Yeah. This stupid little bowl you had to play in. Humidity a hundred. That's a that's the. You you knock it, but that is one of the most intimidating high school football stadiums I've seen 
in my travels. I don't like that they've kind of renovated it now. No, you don't. You don't mess with that. No. Yeah. When 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 they had the the pitchfork up on the press box with the fire with the fire, yeah. yeah. And you're in that hole. Oh yeah. That's intimidating. Yeah, it was. Especially like playoff time. Also, but, they didn't cut the grass. I'm just going to yeah, throw that out there. Nah. The grass was always at least two and a half to three inches high. Yeah. Like you're high knee in it to try to get going. Well, Which, I mean, smart. They play on, or practice on it all week. So, yeah. They're well, I, well, I remember when uh, Carnell Williams came to um, to Walker uh, in a playoff game with Etowah. And uh, Coach Davis watered the field nonstop all week. Home, all field, week. home field advantage, baby. All week. Yeah. The, the the sprinklers were going all week. I get out on the field. I was doing sideline reporting for for Dad and Woody, and I get on the field and I had to wear like boots. Waiters out there. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it is wet, and that sucker he ran all over <laughs> us, and I'm like, we can't do anything to stop this guy. We watered the field all week and. And we had some mean, mean defensive players like uh, Eric Oliver and Laverne Johnson, and and that, uh, uh, Carnell hit them. And I've never seen those guys be hit like that before. You know, just bodies, bodies. <laughs> people, people on that side, I'm like, man, that sure that field sure is wet. And everybody, from, y'all didn't get that much rain away. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get that much rain. <laughs> Oh, it's right here all week oh, long. Yeah. We got a storm cell. We got a storm cell that comes off the lake. It's it's crazy. You'd have to see it to experience, <laughs> really appreciate it. This one cloud just hung around right here all week. It's, it's been all week long. <laughs> so I'm telling Alabama Power controls it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alabama Power controls our weather. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, Brett, we could talk all night, so we'll definitely have to do it again. Oh no, I've enjoyed this. I mean, I really have. I uh, I appreciate the invite and. I'd love to come on again. We'll we'll talk more stuff and and uh, but I've really enjoyed this and you guys uh, do a great job with the podcast and uh, look forward to uh, to coming back uh, one day. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I do wish you luck with everything, man. Uh, plug everything you got going on right now. Uh, well, we got uh, of course WJLX one hundred one five. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, go to the website, WJLX1015.com. we got CountryLegends885.com. You can follow us there as well. And uh, we got Media Days coming up. Um, a lot of football coming up. Um, SEC Media Days coming up. we got a ton of stuff coming up. So um, invite you to tune in and uh, listen to your local radio station. We, we're live, local, and in the community, and that's our motto. And... and um, that's what we want to do, and, and we appreciate everybody uh, for listening. And don't miss Bingo at the Pie Factory. Bingo has turned out to be huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, man. It's an event. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I, I pull up, you know, and I, I say, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, there's cars everywhere, and I have to park like a mile <laughs> away, you know, and I'm like, good. They haven't reserved you parking there yet. Uh, they they need to. We're about to talk. I say, to at what point do they either reserve you parking or meet you with a golf cart? I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna demand this. Uh, I actually, have the, the trolley pick you up. The trolley, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I I still haven't rode the trolley, but I need to. I saw it out the other night uh, for the first time, like oh, in be, action. Yeah, that would be great. Need that. 
Well, Brett, dude, I appreciate you coming and being on here. Yes, sir. Thank you so I'm much. I'm glad we could get this set up and in motion pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I like to move fast. That's right. Because if you ain't first, you're last. You're last. <laughs> Folks, this has been Brett Elmore of WJLX, Jasper's radio station. We thank him for his time. We quite not approve of the door scared line, but we're going to let that fly. <laughs> but, folks, I've been Drake Pittman. I'm still Shane. If that jar's not empty, pass that thing around. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jar.